0: Welcome to the Workplace Podcast, where we explore toxic workplace behaviors. I'm Michelle. In today's episode, Jonathan asks, I'm angered over something a leader said in my department meeting and wondering how to respond. The leader said, we're going to make this organization more diverse. We'll start with your department because your jobs don't require college degrees. All of us on the team are white, by the way, and have been in our role for at least two years. Oh, Jonathan, this is a loaded couple of statements. Communication is the keystone of all relationships, professional and personal. Words matter. It's not surprising that you're still thinking about these statements. There are several concerning issues raised in just two short sentences. Let's start with, we're going to make this organization more diverse. This statement is simplistic. It implies that by willing something to happen, it will happen. It does not imply that having a diverse staff is the right thing to do, which it absolutely is. Rather, it states an end goal without underscoring the need for that goal. Mainly, a diverse staff results in richer perspectives and ideas. If your team is white and has been in the same role for two years, you may have a strong bond and easy camaraderie. Is it possible that as the team has grown, folks who have been added to the team are all similar? This is because they are comfortable and familiar to your hiring manager, Likely your department head. But don't we need a good culture fit? Of course we do. However, hiring managers must not use their comfort level as the sole benchmark of a good fit and a solid employee. Consider, too, that the supervisor may be under pressure to create diversity within the team, and that the pressure is coming from sources above the CEO, the board, shareholders, donors. We don't know. So while the statement is simplistic and the leader is focused on the outcome only, we do not know where the goal has come from. Committing to making the organization more diverse is certainly a positive step. Let's unpack the next statement. We'll start with your department because your jobs don't require college degrees. Yikes. This statement implies one, that people of color are not college educated, The second implication is that the staff in the department are easily replaced. Let's start with the first. Implying indirectly or directly that people of color are not college-educated is just not true, and it's offensive. It's easy to see why Jonathan is still stewing over this. From 2000 to 2018, college enrollment rates among 18 to 24-year-olds increased for those who were Black from 31 to 37 percent and Hispanic from 22 to 36 percent. This comes from the National Center for Education Statistics, their Condition of Education 2020 report. It's easy to dismiss the leader's character after hearing this statement. If the leader didn't even realize what they were saying is racist, that points to bigger systemic issues, both personally and professionally. But how is the current workplace culture at your organization, Jonathan? Positive cultures will include cooperation, support, recognition, inclusion in decision-making, agency, advocacy, room for growth, diversity, equity, and risk-taking. Negative cultures tend to include competition, few opportunities for growth, rigidity, a lack of personal agency, lack of diversity, little innovation, for example, doing the same thing because it's how we've always done it, and top-down decision-making. It appears the culture is negative in Jonathan's workplace because the decision is top-down, does not include staff in the problem-solving, lacks support for current staff, and the communication marginalizes entire populations. This needs to be addressed. Finally, let's explore the implication that the staff are easily replaceable. When managers speak about being able to replace their staff easily, they are contributing to a negative workplace culture. They create a sense of distrust, employees are not going to feel secure in their job, and a feeling of devaluation. If employees are so easy to replace, the supervisor is implying that the employee should be grateful to work at the organization as they have many staff choices available to them, rather than the organization being grateful to have the employee on staff. Finally, when supervisors think they can easily replace staff, they're focusing on task-related work only. When we focus on task-related work, we're taking a very short-sighted view of an organization. The supervisor's not considering the institutional knowledge the current staff have acquired, collaboration techniques they've developed, and interpersonal skills they have developed or already have in dealing with current customers, clients, and each other. So what do we do? Jonathan, you're justified in having bad feelings about these statements. First, acknowledge and accept your own feelings as valid. Next, write down how these statements made you feel. By writing down feelings, we can reflect on our emotions and more honestly evaluate how these situations are affecting us. Next, meet with the human resources director to voice your valid concerns. It's important to bring an objective party into the mix, someone who is not in your meeting, but who has a vested interest in employee well-being and growth this neutral party will help you evaluate what is behind these statements and discuss steps for how the team can move forward with more effective communication. That's it for today. Join us next time on the Toxic Workplace Podcast.